0: Cappuccino, uh, episode number 20 uh, with Constable Pip. Uh, Constable Pip and I have known one another for a few years now because I used to be her crab magara instructor and she has been in the New Zealand police now a total sum of Seven months. Woohoo! Seven <laughs> months, Right. So before that she was a hairdresser, she's been a hairdressing tutor, uh, we know that she does yoga and that she's a bit of a Crab Maga fan, and she's now what we would term in the business a rookie cop. <laughs> so, uh, we always start off, and I know that you listen because I've seen it, uh, with the pop quiz hotshot round, so here we go. Uh, best cop movie of all time is? Ooh,
1: um... I know someone already has said bad boys, but it would have to definitely be bad boys. Bad boys, boys yeah. right,
0: yep, good work. <laughs> uh, your best scar story, have you got one?
1: Scar? Oh, I don't actually have a scar. The only scar I've got is <laughs> when I was probably 18, I went and stupidly got my belly button pissed, uh-huh. and then went hadn't healed, went to a concert, and it got ripped out. So Ouch,
0: that'll be it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, book you're currently reading?
1: Um, I've just finished reading My Sister's Keeper. Oh, yeah? So if you want a bit of a cry, read yeah, no, that no, one. No, no, <laughs> it's
0: all good, yeah. Uh, the most famous person you've ever met?
1: Ooh. Um, Amy Lee from Evanescence.
0: Okay. Uh, was that in a hairdressing role or was no,
1: it? No, no, that was, Um, they were doing a signing. Oh, yeah? And yeah. you had to line up at JB Hi-Fi. Cool, and, cool, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, most famous person you've ever cut hair of? oh there you go um
1: oh I don't actually know if I've
0: too many yeah
1: I don't think I've cut anyone that's
0: alright have you do you collect anything um no other
1: than trying to collect money
0: (laughs) yeah well it's not a bad thing (laughs) uh you're a fangirl of what Marvel yeah Marvel comics yeah uh favourite Marvel comic character is
1: ugh I don't know. Just D- 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 DC. Yep. You got Batman. Yep. 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 And I know that
0: you're an avid Daredevil watcher as well yep. on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yep.
1: I yeah.
0: it. Yeah. It's all right. The Punisher's still around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> favorite personal possession?
1: Uh, it was my dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when he passed away. Um, probably now my car.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're currently at Family Harm Intervention Team. Yep. And Henderson, and we'll yak about what the Family Harm Intervention Team is, because I know that there are some people who listen to this that aren't in the police, and they go, "What is that?" Um, and we've got so many acronyms, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But before that, you had a, a fairly interesting path into the police, right? So mm-hmm. you were a hairdresser before you joined. When did you start cutting hair? When did you When did you train?
1: So when I originally from the UK, um, straight out of school. Um, Well, I'd finish school, go straight into a hair salon and did a little bit of part-time down there, just sweeping floor and getting coffees and um, just pretty much doing what I was told. When I moved to New Zealand, we got through a gateway course through school. Yep. And they were like, well, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be a hairdresser or a police officer. And we actually had a couple of um, cops come in and talk about it. And I went home and I was like, Mom, I really want to be a cop. And she was like hell no <laughs> so took the path of hairdressing and um, did that for about 10 years I think the first hacker I ever gave was on my mum's hair and that went horribly wrong
0: mm-hmm.
1: right. but, Yeah. she's okay. got lots of hair to play with we'll right. just leave it at
0: that. <laughs> how long have you got to train to be a hairdresser
1: um, it took me about 4 years but uh, you can do it in 2 years if you go through a course instead of an apprenticeship right Yeah.
0: ok so um now, just a question for me here. Have you ever had one of those moments where, you know, like the attachment comes off the clipper? that like You always see in the movies, and you end up giving somebody like a brand new bald spot?
1: I personally haven't, but I watched someone do it, oh, and then I saw their attempt to try and fix it. <laughs> right.
0: A, yeah, stick on glue, maybe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what's your worst hairdressing story?
1: Um, I, oh, yeah, I've got a good one. Um, There was this time um i'm not gonna say what no, salon no, no, it was no, it's all good, um man. you don't have to yeah. but we had this lady come in and we asked her if she had any henna in her hair do you know what henna is yeah i do yeah yeah um i might
0: look uneducated
1: but <laughs> might, yeah yeah <laughs> just in case yeah, 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 know. Yeah, yeah. um so we um she said no and we were like sweet all good Um, but her hair felt real strange and we were like there's something on it but we weren't too sure and she was demanding to get like a full head of highlights so we went ahead with it and I was still training at this time so I just had to do what the stylist told me so we did full head of highlights and then her hair started steaming and opened the foils up and her hair was pretty much sizzling off not because of Hannah because of um, the supermarket shampoo she was using Pantene every single day and it like builds coats on your hair uh-huh. and when mixed with chemicals over a certain amount of years it just boom yeah flammable started smoking
0: jeepers oh well oh, hopefully <laughs> she's alright so yep. who are the people that are most difficult to cut hair for because I've heard that it's normally toddlers yep yep
1: yep um, it is toddlers um, also lads that come in with their girlfriends yeah that's really yep, difficult yep.
0: and you do you get people coming in eh of They'll have like pictures of um, somebody they've seen in a movie or something. And they say, "Want one of these?" And it's yeah, like yeah. I've got a friend of mine who's like, "Well, you're gonna have to go away and grow your hair like another five inches for that to happen." Yeah, it's it's not a magic trick. I'm just a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so th- you decided to join the police, um, and like you've said, what was your inspiration for joining the police? Because everybody has a aha moment, mm-hmm. and just to prove to you that I am like Jake Peralta, mm-hmm. mine was thirty years ago this year when I see. John McLean and Doy and I'm like, Oh man, this is awesome. Yeah. And it started kinda of, but yeah, so what was it for you? What was the aha moment?
1: Um definitely when the lads came in and spoke about it at school. Yep. Um, that was just the moment that I really wanted to go out. They just had some really cool stories and I was just like, Yep, yeah, that's me, that's definitely what I want to do.
0: Yeah. it's all good. So you now to be fair. Because you and I have known one another for a couple of years now, you're a bit of a gym bunny, anyway, right? Yeah. So, what was the hardest part of the PT? Because there's always something, like the training, the physical training you've got to do to to get in. There's always something that catches people out. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I've got to be honest. It was the run. I was like, man, I play rugby. I can, you know, I can run for like 80 minutes. There's yeah. no dramas there. And um, what was it for you that made you think? Phew. Hang yeah, on. Yeah,
1: definitely the run. Yeah. I think because. I would always pace myself and have my times written on my hand to make sure that I was doing the laps on time but some days when you're training and it's just the heat is just so bad and the, the day that I did my um, test it was like middle of summer and it was just real difficult because yeah. I was training at night so that didn't really help either
0: yeah yeah. and um, it's like um, another guest said Chris Chandler Yates who used to be a cop and um, is now a personal trainer you gotta test Exactly like the test conditions, because if you don't, yeah. like you say, you know, if you come out on a sunny afternoon and you're only been used to running at seven, yeah, whew, different game. Um, did you study for your testing day, or not? Did you do all the like, abstract reasoning books and um, that type of stuff? Or I not? did
1: the online uh, tests. Yeah. Um I didn't really find out and about the book until last minute, so I was just like, oh, it's too late now. I'm just going to have to go for it. But
0: yeah, were yeah. You, when you were at school, were you a? Um, Above average, average or perhaps you could improve student.
1: Yeah, perhaps I could improve okay. student. Alright,
0: it's all good. <laughs> well, so you've applied yourself now, yeah, good effort. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you got any Oh, actually what was the hardest part of your actual of the testing day for you?
1: The written or the physical? Either
0: all. What was the hardest part? The maths. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've never been brilliant at maths. Yeah. Um I did have to get my brother to help me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was that's the most part I was stressing about.
0: Have you got any advice for people that are listening, that are either getting ready or prepping for a testing day to try and join the police?
1: Yeah. Um, if you struggle academically, then I would recommend um, taking that pressure and stress off, and actually going and getting some help. Yeah. Even yep. it is through family members, just sit down and do some study.
0: Yeah, and as we've said before on this, you can get all the books from the library if you can't see your librarians and everything else, they'll help you out. Yeah. So then you get the, uh, I was going to say the day pass, but it's not. It's almost like the the sort of four or five month pass to Club Med Porirua, or as it's known, uh, the Royal New Zealand Police College. Mm. What was that like on your first day? Can you remember you turning up there?
1: First day? Yeah, I do. I remember driving down... Um, Drive, coming up through the college gates and driving through the parade ground not knowing where the hell I was and seeing all these police cars I actually did a little dance driving through because I was so excited <laughs> <laughs> um, and then rocking up to the front desk and there was this just huge line of people that I had no idea who they were yeah. um, and just trying to find my way around trying to find my room And
0: yeah. what did you find the hardest about police college?
1: the hardest? Yep. um Oh, this is going to sound really bad, but trying to stay awake in the classes.
0: No, no, I understand it completely because you do your PT and then you go out, and if it's a hot, sunny day, some of those classrooms down there are quite stuffy. Yeah. Uh, and if you're wearing body armour or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> it's around about two o'clock. Yeah. yeah. But it happens at um, schools as well, so yep. that's all good. Um, what did you find the study like at college? Did you find it hard? Because some people get down there and go, my goodness i'd never ever realized i was gonna to have to learn like this much law
1: yeah um i definitely put aside days to study so just going over everything um after they've just taught it to you really helped yeah but i think there's a lot of people who really like it was a big wake-up call that oh sure i've actually got to do some studying
0: yeah yeah exactly and are you are flashcard girl or are you a rote learning girl or just as much as I can try and put in there?
1: Um, I was flashcard yeah. um, and then I got a bit bored of that and then I just started parrot copying everything. Just yeah. I got a huge book that I still have with me now. yeah. yeah, yeah. just yeah. keep referring to it. That's that. good. I've still yeah.
0: got my college books as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> 23 years after <laughs> nice. the adventure. Yeah. And all the flashcards as well. <laughs> even though some of the laws have changed. Anyway yeah. um, what did your average day at, college, at police college look like?
1: Um, Wake up at 4.30. I would go down to the swimming pool and go for a swim with my mates. Um, We did about an hour of swimming. What we used to do is, before the tests, we would have the whiteboards there and we would write up questions, practice treading water and answer the questions. Um, And then got out of the pool and ran back up to my room to go get changed. Um, And then went down for... Breakfast. From breakfast I'd go to my first classes and yeah. Go from there. Go from
0: now there. everybody finds something really hard at Police College. Um, for lots of guys they get down there and they're like oh you know I've seen Schwarzenegger and like all these movies and I've seen The Expendables 17 times and I've got to be able to handle a gun really good and yeah. all of a sudden they get on and it's like oh hell this isn't as easy as I thought it was. Yeah. For some people it's a self defence, for some it's the driving. For you what was it?
1: Um. I'm going to say firearms yeah. just because I failed the first time because I was so nervous. Yeah. I was shaking quite a bit. I've never held a gun before, never loaded one. Yeah, And just holding them and then actually getting to the test, I just kind of, um, my whole body started shaking. Yeah. And my instructor was like, I've never seen you do that. Throughout the whole two weeks, everything was accurate. It was yeah. really good. They didn't have any feedback for me. And then I got to my testing day. I just
0: yeah. Flipped. And now you're all good with it?
1: Yeah, yep.
0: when yeah, I reset it, they were just like, This is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and uh, it's amazing. We had a girl that was on my section who was the same. She'd never touched a gun. And I, if I remember rightly, she aced it. She even beat somebody who was in the army. Wow. And I said to one of the instructors, How the. And he said, Sometimes it happens. Some yeah. people just come in and they've got no preconceived ideas or anything else. They just go, Okay, I'm going to do it. And yeah, away, yeah. away she went. So you graduate and you post to the Henderson. Uh, can you remember what your first day was like?
1: Yeah I remember. Um, I remember walking into this room and sitting down around our morning huddle and um, we I was just sitting there thinking what the hell am I doing here (laughs) and all these people talking in words that I don't even know what the hell they're talking Mm -hmm, about Um, and then I remember when you first start, you're literally writing everything in your notebooks. You don't realize what's going to be important and what's not. Yeah. So sitting there in line up, just like writing everything. And then we get out um, onto the road and just being told, oh, QV this vehicle, oh, do this, do this. And you're like, wait, I'm still doing uh, the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now it's a big eye opener coming out of, I guess you're quite protected. Um, during college and then during FTU. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what's been the best positive reaction from your friends about you being in the police? Because I know that you've still got lots of friends from your previous career. Yeah. And yep. um, some of the girls used to hang out with at Crab and everything else. So what's been the best positive reaction from them?
1: Um, just being, I guess, just them supporting me. Yeah. They've, um, even though they know that I've been doing shift work and I can't really get the weekends off anymore they're still trying to make the effort to contact me and still invite me out and make sure that I'm not losing touch with the outside world because it is fairly easy to do that
0: Uh, What's been the worst negative reaction that you've had about you joining the police
1: Um, Nothing in my family at all, all my friends Um, the only thing is on the job when you're in uniform yeah. Yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. some people seem to have some nice comments to make towards you every now and then yeah. which isn't fair so so you spent some time on the front line there uh, and you're obviously you're at family harm now but you'll go back to front line yeah so far what's the worst incident that you've had to deal with being on the front line can you remember
1: worst as in
0: uh, either the one that you remember the most them, or the oh, one the that's line. made you sort of go home and think about it because yeah. I don't think people actually realize that, you know, we do actually go home and go, man, that's not cool. That's yeah. not a cool thing.
1: I've had a couple, but, um, I mean, only being in seven months, it, yep. it's just crazy busy out here. Yeah. Um, the, probably the one that stuck with me the most was, um, a few months ago, um, we went out to one of the caravan parks out here. Because mm-hmm. we got a family harm call out and we spoke to the male at the door and he's just like "Oh, nothing's going on and then uh, we spoke to the neighbors and they're like yeah no he's beating the hell out of this lady so we sighted her and she was pretty much half dead yeah on the floor yeah that one stuck with me just because i feel like if we hadn't spoken to the neighbors it would have been a homicide Mm -hmm. So I'm yep. glad we did our areas before leaving. Yeah,
0: good job. Um, you haven't been to a fatal car accident or anything else like that? No, not
1: yet. Long way that continues as wide. well for you, Rocky. Yep.
0: I, I really hope you never, ever have to go to Yeah. Um, so what do you do after work to unwind? Because a lot of people go, you know, I, I couldn't do your job. Um, you know, you're just like a tougher than tough. And it's actually not about being tough. It's actually mm-hmm. about looking after yourself. So what do you, when Pippa goes from the blue... <laughs> Uh, what do you do to look after yourself
1: um, normally try and go to the gym or um, doing some yoga at home yep um, and yeah reading and watching my favourite things on Netflix sometimes even a bottle of wine will help
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to ask you this as well because people ask me this all the time do you watch cop shows on TV
1: oh uh, if they're on yeah like police Ten Seven. yeah um, if I recognise someone, I'll be
0: like, yeah, let's leave this one on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, as a general rule of thumb, most police officers don't watch police programs uh, purely because, like I say to some people I know, it would be like you coming home and watching an accounting program after you've worked in an accounting firm all day. Yeah. Yeah, And like most of them, you sit there and just shake your head and go, well, that's not right. We'd <laughs> never do that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So what advice would you give to somebody at police college who might see something uh, a bit, little bit like that lady in the caravan park that isn't, uh, shall we say, so cool, and it's going to play on you mentally. What advice would you give to them if they came to you as a as a brand new rookie and went, "Hey, I've just seen this. How do you how do you deal with it?"
1: Yeah, um, definitely talk to your colleagues about it. Yep, they, I've got such an awesome team back at base, and we've all pretty much experienced something and at the end of the day we just sit and openly talk about it, except the um, welfare advice from your sergeant, they will try and refer you on, make sure you answer the calls and um, talk to the welfare ladies as well. And um, you can, if you want to, talk to people at home about it, but I recommend you not taking work home with you, especially because you don't want to burden other people with your work stories when they're not exposed to yep. stuff like that. But if you have someone who is open to talking about it at home, then go for it.
0: Yeah, and let's be honest, some of the stuff that we see, uh, most ordinary people don't want to hear about exactly, either. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so now here we go, the big one. Shift week. How <laughs> was that when you started off?
1: Oh my god, yeah. yeah. It's really hard to... Try and get into the swing of things, especially nights yeah. when you're coming off a night shift and you're driving home to go to sleep, and everyone's driving to work. Yeah. Like to start that day, it's just yeah. real strange. I used to um, flat, uh, and my wor- uh, my roommates would be coming out of the house to get into the car and like, good night. I'll see you tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. And luckily for you, you've only really experienced shift work in winter. Yeah. Which makes you go home and go, oh great, it's right now I'm going to go into a warm bed. Yeah. Whereas wait until the middle of summer <laughs> and it's like 32 degrees outside and you're like, oh, it's just going to be like sleeping in a sauna. Yeah. Um, are you kind of used to it now?
1: Yeah. Um, I recommend blackout curtains. They help a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, d- yeah, because some people that I've worked with, they've had to do the whole eye mask and blackout curtains and yep. air plugs yep. and everything yep. yeah whereas I'm lucky I've always been one of those people that could have the windows wide open oh, curtains nice. drawn and the next door neighbors could be mowing the lawn and I'm still <laughs> fast asleep so
1: lucky. yeah
0: yeah thanks dad uh, for that genetic trait so what does a day off look like for Constable Pip so you get you get your days off mm-hmm. what are you doing what what, what what would an average day off for you look like so you're unwinding
1: unwinding Um. at the moment travelling down to Taranga because um, my partner's down there at the moment so yep. he's working so I will either go down there or he'll come up here and we'll just spend a bit of time together yep. Um. if neither of us can make it up then just try and fill the days up with seeing people that you can't see normally yeah um, going out for coffees with them and
0: have you have you done the thing where you've walked into a shop at like uh quarter past nine on a Monday morning and you're getting some like great customer service and uh, you'll find when you come off shift work you'll go into a shop on a Saturday morning and think to yourself why am I not getting any good customer service here <laughs> and my wife turned around to me and said it's because it's Saturday morning and not Monday morning like you used to shopping, shop yeah, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so you're a, now a probationary constable right so because mm-hmm. you've left police college yeah what does and I know but just for everybody that's listening, what does being a probationary constable entail? What does it, it kind of mean?
1: So, we have to collect, I guess, kind of like unit standards yeah. if you're at school still. Um, so, you'd have to go out and collect enough evidence, um, scan it through to your sergeant, and then they send it off to the assessors to make sure that you're doing your notebooks properly, yeah. um, the files properly, and um, just making sure that you're on the right track to getting what we call a PA yep. standard
0: yep. Um, which is a permanent appointment as a constable so yep. are you finding that process hard because lots of people come out I know that uh, back in my day we had to sit like tests uh, one every month
1: mm. and we'd
0: find it really difficult to you know you finish work the last thing you really want to do is go home and do more study yep. but you're having to do it so are you finding um, being a probationary constable is a bit sort of draining at the other end as well?
1: not really because i think there's quite a few new people at the station we all kind of work together and help each other out and you've got your ftos which have so much experience and they're like oh this is what you need to do and there's so many resources and um help out there now that it's just a lot easier for us to relax and be like sweet i know exactly what i need to do and then if something comes on the radio we put our hands up and say Yeah. yeah i'm happy to go to that
0: and that's a good thing, I guess. So, where to once you become a fully fledged constable?
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, originally, I wanted to do um, go into dog squad, mm-hmm. but I reckon after, yeah, probably coming out and realizing what it entails, i just maybe go into family harm.
0: Yep,
1: I have enjoyed it um in the section i'm on at the moment it's really cool
0: so, so we talk about that we've spoken about the family harm intervention team yep what is the family harm inter- intervention team what do you guys do
1: so we intervene with families now before well try and stop the family harm from happening throughout um i guess periods of time we try and work out what the family's needs are and we go in and we assess the situation we do safety plans with them Yeah. sit down and have a talk and then we refer them on to NGOs, non-government agencies
0: yep.
1: um, just so then they can go out and get the free counselling and support that they need
0: yep.
1: just so we can see because majority is either about money or um, things to do with their kids so if yep. we can try and get them all that we're preventing the episodes from happening
0: yeah which to show you how much we've sort of come along when I very first started off we very often just used to go okay there's been an argument between Tom and um, Jan so Tom you'll have to leave for a couple of days uh, and when you come back you and Jan can try and sit down and talk it out and that was pretty much it which we obviously no, that doesn't work so yeah so uh, what are your career aspirations if I give you any job in the New Zealand police now yep. what would your career aspirations be at this stage do you think oh, you told me you want to do family harm but if I could give yep. you any job what job would it do? what job would you take
1: any job um
0: apart from one, because that's not, that's not <laughs> for it.
1: Okay. Um, I would actually love to go up with Eagle.
0: Yeah,
1: I think I would love to just see things from that point of view and It's just something that's always fascinated me. We're on the ground; they're up there. They can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not
0: been? Have you not been up an eagle yet? No.
1: Oh, there you go. I'd love to. All right.
0: See what we can do. Uh, (laughs) What's been the best piece of advice that another cop has given you about the job?
1: Um. Other than your brilliant ironing techniques for the pants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go. See, you, yeah. yeah. for those that are listening especially for my mother uh the wet handkerchief on the trousers so that the trousers don't shine all right so there we go that was it (laughs) Um, but have you had any other sort of pills that have come through that you sort of think oh yeah
1: just be aware of your surroundings and don't look at your phone all the time i know we that's what we rely on as part of our jobs but you need to, if one of you's on on your phone, you, the other one needs to just be keeping an eye out, even if you're sitting in your car, especially. Yep. Just the amount of stories I've heard, and we just need one watcher and one person that can be distracted. It's
0: yep. fine. Um, now, because we all know that police officers are a bit cheeky, <laughs> has anybody found out what you've done in a previous career and asked you for a freebie? A
1: Always. freebie car?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Every day. Yeah.
0: Yep. So in fact, when Pip and I first met, she told me she was going to join the police. I was quite upset because I was, uh, if you remember rightly, I actually said to you, you're useless to me because out of all the things <laughs> you could do, a haircut is not something that I needed. So, and <laughs> wrapping up, uh, and it's a question that we always ask, the day of reckoning has come for Constable Pippa and what does Constable Pippa hope that people say about her? Hopefully by that stage she's something like maybe like a detective senior sergeant or uh. maybe an assistant commissioner or something, just don't forget the podcast and me when you get there but <laughs> uh, what would you like people to say about you? Um. Oh wow
1: that's a hard one yep. that I'm very empathetic towards my victims yep.
0: yep Yep That's all good and that is a good thing I guess So <laughs> with that that is Consul Pippa that is the end of this Cappuccino uh, Remember if you do want uh, some advice on how to join the police then go to www.newcops.co.nz. Have a look there, there's lots of information there. Contact a recruiting specialist um, and they will be able to help you out with the stuff or attend one of the recruitment evenings. And then hopefully, just like Pip did, you can fulfill your ambition about becoming a police officer. Uh, Again, um, lots of people think that they're they're not academic enough or they they couldn't do it. Um, I used to work in retail as a manager Pippa used to be a hairdresser, so and that's one of the cool things about the police, eh? Everybody's got like a really cool background story. That, yeah. yeah, so I've worked with everybody from builders, laborers, uh, right the way up to somebody used to manage a chemical engineering plant. Yeah, yeah so yeah, so alright, so thank you very much, and we will see you next time on the Cappuccino. <laughs>